Welcome to Aphesis Church Podcast Channel. If you're in Columbia, South Carolina area, we would love to get to know you better and for you to experience what Aphesis is all about. If you would like more information about us, please visit our website at aphesischurch.com. It is our prayer that this message truly speaks to you. God bless. Come on, go ahead and stand. And we'll go to my opening scriptures. I got a, I got a few here, so bear with me. I'm going to start at Psalms 27, verses 4 through 6. One thing have I asked for the Lord that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His temple. For He will hide me in His shelter in the day of trouble. He will conceal me under the cover of His tent. He will lift me high upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. For I will offer in his tent sacrifices with shouts of joy. I will sing and make melody to the Lord. I want to go to Psalms 31. Oh, how abundant is your goodness, which you have stored. Actually, I realized I put the wrong version up on there. Bear with me. I'm actually going to go back to Psalms again. I didn't realize I put the wrong version up there, sorry. One thing have I desired of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock, and now shall mine own head be lifted up above my enemies around me. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle, sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing the praises unto the Lord. And then Psalms 31, 19 through 21 says, Oh, how great is thy goodness, which thou hast hit, laid up for them that fear thee, which thou hast wrought for them that trust in thee before the sons of men. Thou shalt hide me them in the secret of thy presence from the pride of man. Thou shalt keep them secretly in a pavilion from the strife of tongues. Blessed be the Lord, for he hath showed me his marvelous kindness in a strong city. And then Psalms 91, 1 through 2 says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress my God, and in Him I will trust. So this brings me to the title of my message for this morning is The Secret Place. Let's go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this time together. God, just please help us all to have open hearts and open minds for what you've laid out for us this morning. And just please help me to be sensitive to your word and to speak what it is you've laid on my heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You all may be seated. So, 
So all these, these verses, I know I jumped around a little bit, but they all had something in common. They were all talking about a secret place. One said, in the secret of his tabernacle. The other one said, thou shalt keep that secretly in a pavilion. And then he that dwelleth in the secret place. David was one of the many writers of Psalms. And as you know, David was somebody that went through a lot of strife and problems throughout his life. He was chased down. He was hunted. He was a warrior. He was a king. And a lot of the Psalms that David was writing was him pleading to God for protection and peace. And here we got a glimpse of David's understanding of where he find God's peace at. David was ask, asking and was taken to God's secret place. And this morning, that's what I want to talk about, is, is what that secret place is. The, the term secret place is used many different times throughout the Bible, both in the New and the Old Testament. Different translations, depending on which one you read, refers to the secret place, but it uses it in different terms. It'll say shelter, covering, dwelling, instead of the secret place. And then what is a secret place? A secret place is where we can get alone with God. That's where we can go to get in God's presence. It's a place that's only known to you and God. And it depends on where, where it's at, because often, like I said in the Bible, it'll refer to the tabernacle or the temple, but it's not just that. And then to get an idea of what the secret place is, I'll refer to our, some of our military in here as well, is oftentimes in the military walking around, you'll see these different rooms, especially if you're deployed, and it'll say, top secret, clearance required, Something to the fact that if you don't need to be in there, you're not going to be in there. You have to have special clearance to get in. And with that, if you do get in, oftentimes, depending on what's going on, you have to leave all your devices, any outside communication out. It's not allowed in. And the reason for that is, is in those rooms, there's sensitive stuff being talked about. Stuff that not everybody needs to know about. Right. Stuff that's between you and whoever is in charge. Right. So that way it keeps the enemy out. So the enemy can't hear what your plans are. Because mm -hmm. oftentimes in those rooms they'll talk about the shortcomings. Mm -hmm. What are our issues? Where are we falling short? What are our problems? And obviously you don't want the enemy to know that, right? right. Yeah. That's what those rooms are for. And then with that, like I said, you're not allowed to take, you know, phones, tablets, smartwatches, whatever else they have anymore now, all these smart devices. I learn every time I have to go in one of these rooms. Because they don't want the enemy to hear it, but also they don't want whoever's in there to be distracted. Because if we got our phones, obviously most of us are probably going to be on it. And with that, the enemy can, can, can tap in sometimes and hear what's going on and with those rooms also when you're in there it gives the people a time to like let their guard down to relax because usually those secret rooms are top secret rooms are in an area that's well protected and well monitored so that way they can get in there and kind of relax and 
and let their hair down a little bit. It's a place of rest. And also these top secret rooms, these secret places are the exact same for us spiritually. It's a place of protection. It's a place where the enemy is not allowed. It's a place of rest. It's a place of refuge. It's a place where you're able to let your guard down and be who you really are. It's a secret place. It's a top secret room that's only known to you and God. Nobody else is allowed in there. It's something a lot of us take for granted. But let me tell you, even Jesus had a secret place. And if he deems it necessary and important enough to have a secret place, we should too. If so, even more. I want to go to Mark chapter 1, verse 32. It says, And at even, when the sun did set, they brought unto him all that were diseased, and them that were all possessed with devils. And all the city was gathered together at the door, and he healed many that were sick of diverse diseases, and cast out many devils, and suffered not the devils to speak, because they knew him. And in the morning, rising up in a great while before the day, he went out and departed to a solitary place, and there prayed. So after Jesus had been working, and working, and casting out these devils, and healing people, even he felt it necessary to go to a solitary place, a secret place. He did, it doesn't say he told anybody where he went. He just went to get along with God. And then in Exodus, God, Moses had asked to see God's glory. And God allowed him to see his glory, but only from a secret place. Exodus 33, 18 says, And he said, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before thee, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee, and will be gracious to whom he said, or to whom and show, and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. And he said, Thou canst see my face, for, thou, for there shall no man see me and live. And the Lord said, Behold, there is a place by me that thou shalt stand upon a rock. I feel I'm missing some verses, sorry. But in there, it continues that God says he will show a glimpse of his glory. But he couldn't see all of it. So he hid him in a rock, in a cleft, I believe it said. A secret place to where God can show his glory and where Moses could get a glimpse at it. Psalms 91 and 1 gives us an idea of the value of the secret place, the importance of it. It says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So when you're in that secret place with God, you're in His shadow. You're amongst His glory. God has a secret hiding place for each and every one of us to meet Him. And He wants to. But if you look at that verse in 91, it doesn't say he just wants us to visit him. Just come every once in a while. Come when you feel like it. It says, he that dwelleth in the secret place. And if you look up the definition of dwell, 
but it says to live in or at a specific place. He wants us to live in that secret place with him. It becomes our permanent address. It becomes what we claim home. Because as we all know, this world is not our home. But until we get where we need to be, we can live in that secret place with him. So where is the secret place? So in David's time and throughout the Old Testament, God's presence was mainly in the tabernacle and the temples behind the veil to where they had to go. The tabernacle was where they went and worshipped and sacrificed. And while sometimes in the Bible that secret place is referring to a physical location like the tabernacle, to us it refers to a state of mind or our relationship with God. And as many of you know, relationship has been talked about multiple times in this last couple months. But that secret place is about a relationship with Him. You don't need to go to the temple or the tabernacle or even church to get into that secret place with God. You can do that at home. You can do it in car. You can do it at work. Now, I'm not saying don't come to church. I don't want pastor to fire me because everybody's like, Ryan said, I ain't got to come. No, that's not what I'm saying. That, that secret place lies within each and every one of us. That secret place is in your heart. We are the temple. 1 Corinthians 6 and 9 says, Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, ye are not your own. So that secret place is dwelling inside us. God is inside your heart <laughs> waiting for you to just get with Him. Psalms 27 and 1 says, Light, Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and foes, came upon me to eat my, up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war shall rise up against me, in this will I be confident. One thing I have desired of the Lord is that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His temple. For in the time of trouble, He shall hide me in His pavilion. In the secret, secret of His tabernacle shall He hide me, and He shall set me upon a rock. When you, if you have the Holy Ghost, you're now carrying that secret place. Good. Matthew 6, 6 says, Thou, but thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. And when thou hast shut thy door, pray to the Father which is in secret. And thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. When we pray, obviously we, you know, it's encouraged to have that prayer closet at your house. But both of these can be applied both to a physical prayer closet and then the, I'll say the prayer, the secret place in your heart. That's where we go to really connect with God. And it should be 
a place free of distractions. We should treat our hearts and that prayer closet as our own top secret room. When we enter it, we should leave everything out. When I'm at work, I'll use an example. I've been at work and I've had those days, I'm sure many of you have, to where you're just frustrated, everything seems to be going wrong. Anything that can go wrong could go wrong. That's when you can go to the secret place. And then for me, what I do, and my coworkers already know this when I'm getting frustrated and they hear that front door close, I leave the office. I'm going outside, I'm getting away from anybody and everybody I can, I leave my phone and I just talk to God. Because that secret place, He'll protect you. Now I'm not gonna say your problems are gonna go away, but your perspective on it will change. Because how many times have you been like, okay, I'm gonna pray right now, and then that's when, you know, that long lost 18th cousins, sisters, brothers, uncle, messes you that you didn't even know you had. Never fails. The phone always rings, some kind of notification, or then I'm instantly hungry. Like, all right, what am I gonna eat for dinner? That's why that secret place, don't allow any outside communications. Shut everything out. Get away from people. You could be like, I know like Brother Foster, I've come up here at like 10 o'clock at night to do some work and then there's his car. <laughs> Sitting out front. You can use the church as your secret place. But you don't have to have it a physical location. It could be wherever you're at, whenever you need it, whenever you need a touch from God. When we go to the seeker place and we shut out the world around us, when we enter into that seeker place, we're, draw, we're choosing to draw as close to God as we can. We're putting God first before everything. We're putting our phones down. We're putting our responsibilities down. We're putting down our titles down. It's just me and you, God. Because I know throughout the day, at least for me, sometimes you'll put a face on around people, right? Walk around church or work, everything's fine. But inside, no, it's not. Finances are struggling. Cars breaking down. Work sucks. Everybody's sick. Knees hurt, back hurts. But no, I'm good. Everything's fine. When you get in that secret place, that's when you can be real with God. Because He already knows. <laughs> and I think I've mentioned this to, to Mattman before, too, when talking about the youth. Whenever you put on this facade, or you pretend to be like everything's okay, pretend to be who you're not, it's exhausting. So when you get alone with God in that secret place, it's a place of rest. I don't need to pretend. James 4 and 8 says, Draw nigh to God, and He will draw nigh to you. When we draw nigh to God, God's already in that secret place waiting on you. So it's not like you're going to show up and then wait for Him. He's already waiting for you. You get to let your guard down.
when we're in that secret place, when we're dealing with those struggles and those problems that we have. This is where that verse, at least for me, comes in, where peace that passes all understanding. Because when I entered that room, I was frustrated. I was angry, depressed, sad, whatever the case may be. But when I left the room, I'm at peace. And it doesn't make sense. Because I'm walking back into the same problems I left with. Work's still there, unfortunately. But I'm okay. I know it's still not good. My finances are still struggling. But I trust you, God. The key to getting into that secret place is total surrender. Your heart. Everything. You're laying down everything. Like I said, you're laying down your responsibilities. You're going to have to pick those responsibilities back up. Don't just leave them. But like I said, your perspective is going to change. In the secret place is where God teaches you and encourages you. When you shut out all the noise of the world, that's when God could speak to you. Because I know sometimes I've been praying, I'm like, God, talk to me. I don't have my phone on me, luckily, but I'm scrolling on you know, Facebook, YouTube, whatever it is. He's probably talking to me, I just can't hear him. Because I, allow, I allowed some outside communication into that secret place. The secret places where we receive those special moments between just you and God that nothing else can explain. I think of it like this in my head when I think of a secret place. I think of like as a kid, used to, I say, play hide and, hide and seek or whatever, but everybody had that like hiding spot in their house. You know, and you'd be like hiding snacks in there and toys in there. These were just mine. Nobody else. Nobody knows where they're at. And I'm saying this, and I'm sure my parents back there are confused, like, where was that at? <laughs> they knew. But in my mind, but that's where you keep all those special treasures just between you and God. I think I picture it like this, all those special moments that you had, I picture in that little secret place, there's just a wall of pictures of all those moments that when you're struggling, you can go into that secret, that secret room and be reminded of what God has done. I think of it as like those revival services that we have and those conventions and conferences that we go to, those moments where they, you know, we're like, hey, we're going to take this back to our church. But oftentimes, like I said, coming out of those services, that's when the world wants to attack you, right? But if you keep those moments and those memories in that secret place, they can't touch them. That's where you can keep your joy. Because they can't take your joy. And if you're discouraged, you just walk back into that room. Like, okay, I remember now. I remember that revival service. I want to encourage everyone that if you are down, if you are dealing with anything, go to that secret place with God. If you haven't been there with Him yet, You're missing out. Yes, 
But I'll let you know too, if you haven't been there and you haven't, I'm going to just say, built that wall of memories, God's already done it. You're going to walk in, it's going to be fully furnished, already ready to go. He's going to remind you of those moments. Psalms 27, 1 through 6 says, The Lord is my light and salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? If you're afraid or fearful, tap into that secret place. Verse 2 says, When the wicked, even my own enemies and foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. When you're in that secret place, enemies don't know where it's at. God's hidden it from them. So when they're coming after you, when the world's attacking you, and you slip into that secret place, where'd he go? Where'd he go? You can get rest and hide there. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall fear not. Though the world war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, and behold the beauty of the Lord and inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock, and shall my, own, my head be lifted up above the enemies around me. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, I will sing the praises of the Lord. Again, I keep repeating it. When the world's attacking you, you can slip into that hiding spot in your heart. It'll even confuse the enemies too because they're going to look for your fear. They're going to look for your struggles. And that's why we stand out. Because they're going to see everything's crumbling around you. Your family's sick. Everything's falling apart, but you don't seem like you're upset. You don't seem worried. That's because even though you're standing there in your heart, in your mind, you're in the secret place with God. That's why it says pray without ceasing. Just live in that secret place. Don't come out. Like I said, sometimes it refers to a physical location. But I think really God wants us all to carry it with us always. 
always carry those memories, carry that encouragement. But also, that's where God's going to correct you too. <laughs> so be ready for that. Because, like I said, whatever in the Bible it says, whatever happens in the secret will come to light. So if you're all about God in the secret place, it's all going to come out. The world's going to see it on you. We can go ahead and stand. Again, I want to encourage everyone, get into that secret place with God. Just pack up your heart and just move in. God's sitting there waiting on you. Because this world's not getting any better. It's definitely not. Like I said, that's how we're going to stand out amongst everyone else. Is when everything's falling apart and we're in that secret place, our fears, our worries, our doubts are all in that secret place with God. And on the outside, we're okay. We're just trusting God. Because it's all about relationships with God. That secret place is where you build that special, one-of-a-kind relationship that only you can have with God. Because it says work out your own salvation. Work on your own secret place. Because if it's good enough that Jesus has to do it, or wants to do it, tell you we need it even more than he does. Let's go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, God. We thank you, God, that you're calling each of us into that secret place with you. That you're constantly reaching out to us to have that special relationship that only me and you can have. And that in that place where you lift us up, you encourage us, you teach us, you correct us. Jesus. You love us. Help us all, God, to fall in love with that place. Help us to dwell in that place, not just visit it. Because as these days go, as we grow closer, we're going to need it more and more. And in that place, we will have your protection, your favor. Jesus. God, we ask you that you be with all of us and that you bless the remainder of this service and help us all to have open hearts and open minds for what the man of God has laid on, you've laid on his heart for all of us. And that we come ready to worship you. That we treat this building, God, as our secret place. That we leave everything outside that we came in here with. We leave all our baggage, our worries, our doubts, our fears at the door. And that we just take this time and not take it for granted to get as close to you as we possibly can. To worship you like nobody else is watching. We thank you again. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you were encouraged by this message and you would like to connect with Ephesus Church, 
or you would like to get in contact with the leadership of this church, please visit athesischurch.com. Thank you for being a part 